0: Welcome back to And Then There Was Corn. And then there was
1: corn. And beer.
0: And beer. Uh, Once again, because Brian's out, it is Chad.
1: And Kevin. It's just the two of us.
0: We can make it if we try. Just the two of us.
1: We should have talked about that beforehand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We were supposed to have a guest today, but I believe he was a little too hungover to hang in with us. Yeah, it happens. Uh, You know, when you get together at a a podcast bourbon bartender's house, there's lots of drinking going on.
1: Yeah, so we we got together last night before doing this today.
0: To discuss this?
1: Yeah. Partly. Yeah, partly. And it turned into a lot. Yeah. I drank are the father of the beer we're drinking today, the big brother of the beer we're drinking today, the yeah. Instagram 70K, whole 700, 750 bottle of it, and 13%. 12%. 12%. 12%. Still then went home and edited the last week's podcast until 3 or 4 in the morning. That sounds fun. Oh, it was a time. Oh, and then
0: what time did you wake up? About 9. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tasted a good five different whiskeys, had multiple of a couple of those. Oh, uh, last night? Yeah. Yeah. And then I also drank this, the Passion Fruit Sour Live, Laugh, Love from Against the Grain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked that one. If you've ever had Braxton Summer Trip, uh, similar, less tart, and less lighter body.
1: I haven't had either one of
0: those. Oh, the I Summer have, Trip is good. I should but, have
1: tried it at your house last night.
0: But it also, you did try the, the Live, Laugh, Love. Did I? Yeah, you were oh, toasted was, at that point.
1: Yeah, though. there we go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but it was good. It was, uh, you know... The, the Braxton has like this like richness on the body, for fruit. you can tell they're yeah. using puree and all that stuff. But it was good. But all right, so uh, last week we went over.
1: What did we do last
0: week? We did that stuff last <laughs> week.
1: <laughs> we know what we did. It was Four Roses and Hacker Shore. That's October right. That's right. It was so good. I kept I kept
0: trying to think of Old Bardstown. Yeah, not old Yeah, yeah, that's that's what kind of day together. it's been. You know, because we come in here and we do all our prep and then we do the podcast, so mm-hmm. we're definitely. Feeling tired by the time we get here most of the time.
1: Well, we feel good. I'm I'm enjoying this today. I'm not. I feel like it's we're gonna have a good go at this. We're gonna get through some of this George Dickel bottled and bond against and the green right, 35k, and we're gonna be feeling a lot better by the end of it. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so some of the some of the stuff that's gonna be going on with this Dickel is is pretty cool with the history on it. So we obviously went over some bottled and bond stuff. Uh, and like we said, it doesn't have to be a bourbon to be bottled and bond. Mm-hmm. There's apple brandy that's bonded. There's there's a normal brandy that Sacred Bond or whatever. We've
1: got a vodka in the works. Yeah. We're going to try vodka, and make bonded yeah, vodka. We're going to
0: bond, bond some vodka, but the I know it's not a bourbon, and we are mainly a bourbon podcast, but I really enjoy this one, and I chose this one because I thought it would pair really well with this, uh, with the spice notes it has. It does have a little bit lighter body, but not mm-hmm. as thin as like the Bardstown Bonded or anything.
1: Yeah, we were talking about it earlier. It checks It checks the boxes that need to be checked to be bourbon but they don't claim it
0: correct you said their mash bill was 84 corn 8% wheat 8% barley so that's a lot of corn and a lot of places don't use that much corn and then there
1: was more corn and
0: then there was more corn But the wheat, I really enjoy wheat when used appropriately. It adds a nice, like, sweet spice rather mm. than that, like, gummy spice that rye does. I like to call it gummy, gummy like, a, like an, a, a gum arabica kind of like. Oh yeah, like okay. that, that gumming agent kind of like thing. You need to
1: eat different gum. Yeah. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, that doesn't taste like any gum I've ever had.
1: Oh, what's going on with Chad? Oh, he's been chewing paprika gum all day. <laughs> We're not really sure what he's doing or how he is, but it seems bad. It, hopefully, he
0: doesn't find the cumin gum. Why does he smell like B.O. all the time? I'm <laughs> not <laughs> touching on that one. <laughs> but, uh, so, the George Dickel is, this one in particular, is bonded. But, so they are made, it is made by Cascade Hollow Distillery, which was started in 1878. But obviously, that was before prohibition and all that stuff. So Tennessee actually went into prohibition nine years before any other state did.
1: Yeah, they, so, yeah, they hit it a little bit early. Yeah, which so, I, I thought was odd. Yeah,
0: Kentucky actually went in uh, two years before, which yeah. I, is still crazy to me to think of that.
1: Well, if you if you think about it, it would be states like us that are going into it earlier because of what was going on and how you know liquor's evil and we make all of this backyard moonshine mm-hmm. and all of this good old kentucky bourbon and tennessee whiskey so nope oh, there it is so of course we kind of went into it first there people are coming down hard on us oh yeah i say us as if i was there
0: you weren't part of that. I was a part of it. I remember when they took away my alcohol.
1: Now every time someone t- like every time I go to the gas station or something, I'm like oh your total will be eighteen eighty two. I do my best to not miss a beat and go ah the year I was
0: born. <laughs> just to see the fa-
1: the looks on people's faces it drives me crazy. Oh but,
0: yeah, one of the things that George Dickel does, which because they are a Tennessee whiskey, they filter through charcoal. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is called the Lincoln County Process. It was created by a gentleman named Uncle Nearest, who was basically the the first maker of Jack Daniels and all that. But he was a freed slave, obviously African man. But where he was from, filtered their water through charcoal Mm -hmm. so they could have clean water. And he was trying to kind of make his own little thing Decided he saw that there was maple trees everywhere in Tennessee, so he charred that up and took that and filtered it and through, meat. and you know, and that's before you were aging like this, you yeah. know. So I mean, so you're just making a really smooth moonshine. Just making it clean. Yeah.
1: It clean. This smells so good. Oh, the nose on this. It's so is... fruity. It's kind of it reminds me of like like winter fruit candle. Yeah. A little bit. It reminds me of cold
0: months. Grandmother's fruit cake. Yeah,
1: fruit cake candle. It's the gift everyone needs and nobody wants.
0: Right? (laughs) This is another one that kind of, for me, falls with that flavor profile of, like, that old Bardstown at 1792. It has that toasty oak. And that's a very cool, like, one of my favorite notes. Like, this is why I chose this one this week because of the pairing, but also because of this flavor. It's that softness. You still get the wood. It's not overbearing. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, there is some... Some flavor there from the wood.
1: It is definitely oaky. I just took my first sip. It's definitely oaky. And uh, some of the reviews I've seen like, yeah, people complain that for the first first few sips, you get a lot of woody, oaky flavor, and then it opens up afterwards. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Other people
0: on the internet. Yes, because I really care about their opinions.
1: I mean, that's what we're doing.
0: Hey, they, you know, no one has to care about our opinion. You don't have to listen. That's fair. Uh, I don't so this this one this whiskey in particular has a lot of spice going on Mm -hmm. but for me what it does it like ramps up real hard and then drops back down to like that middle profile of where it was and just sits there and it stays on the whole tongue and i really like that about this one it just kind of like tantalizes the taste buds as it goes on and stays there it lingers but like that hit of bitter doesn't happen for a while which when tasting how long it takes for the the unbalance mm-hmm. to happen is a huge factor.
1: Yeah, the the bitterness does happen like way back on your palate. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's tasty, and I get that it is like it a little aggressive at first, for sure. But it it is opening up already.
0: Yeah. Um, so this is actually an older bonded too. So I think this one's a 13 year.
1: 13 old. years. Um they started uh, started they just distil- started distilling this in fall of 2005 and it got released in May of 2019.
0: Yeah. Now we're drinking the number 2 batch. Yeah. So this is the second release of this. Yeah. Uh th- there was a different year. I think it was 9 years on the first one.
1: Are you sure? I, yeah. It was okay. a different
0: age statement. Um because it said it on the bottle, and then the oh, next release right. didn't yeah. say it on the bottle, but it was, uh, it was told that it's a thirteen year.
1: Yeah, and it is. We were talking about it earlier. This is a gorgeous bottle.
0: Oh, the bottle is wonderful. I love the raised lettering. Oh yeah, on, on the on the right below the on neck. On the glass. Yeah, right below the neck.
1: George Dickel. George. Uh, Dickel. the
0: like kind of old school family looking label, very traditional. Mm-hmm. It's got the George Dickel signature on it. I love the block lettering. I don't know what font that would be, but like mm. I love that. Who knows? There's a but million the, fonts. I just know it's not Wingdings. It's not Wingdings. You're it's not correct. Wingdings. It's it, nor Comic Sans. Or Comic
1: Sans. Or Papyrus. Papyrus yeah. is a good one, though. Uh, people, people do not like. Papyrus. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like you're in seventh grade writing a like a PowerPoint on Egypt and discover the Papyrus font <laughs> in the back of your head. And you're like a super villain, just like yes.
0: Perfect. This matches so well. I have a ride. I used to do like almost all of my reports in Comic Sans once that was a thing. And my teacher eventually, each year, would be like, you have to stop typing in Comic yeah. Sans. It's hard to read. And I'm yeah. like, no. I want this in my <laughs> life. I love this comic-looking lettering. This so is you, awesome.
1: You also take the font and make it really small. Oh, yeah. So it's impossible to read. Oh, yeah. This has a serving size on it.
0: What, what does it suggest?
1: One point five fluid ounces, so seventeen servings per container. I don't think I've ever noticed that on a bottle of bourbon before. Look at that. I don't think I. It has like this. recommended serving size and.
0: Yeah, amount per that. serving. It tells you the alcohol by volume. I've <laughs> never seen. Hey, there's that. no carbs in this. Hey. Look nor at that. fat, nor protein.
1: Can't, I, I ran a campaign at a bar I used to work or used to run, and we had a CrossFit gym around the corner. And I was like, I need to get these CrossFit people in here. So I got my little, my little sandwich board sign and my markers, and just wrote keto friendly shots. Yes. And put it out front. Yeah. And at first, like, cause they run around the block all the time. Yeah. And they st- like they stopped and looked at it the first couple of times and it was like, that doesn't seem real. <laughs> and then kept running. I was like, all the all shots are keto friendly. Like, just take oh, a yeah. shot of liquor. It's keto friendly. And then they started coming in. They're like, yeah, is there tequila keto friendly? I was like, that's Honestly, not the dumbest question I've heard today, but yeah, it is. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah, I loved it. It was amazing I can't believe it worked
0: <laughs> So there, uh, the, thi- the thing about this storage tickle bottle and bond it's They're not making a whole lot of it. Mm-hmm. So the availability is About medium. It's not super hard to find But it's not easy to get in most places are saying one bottle per customer mm-hmm. uh, per day they actually yeah. put that on the sides. now. One customer per bottle per day, yeah. so you can come back the next day and buy a bottle. Yeah, but uh, which well, is yeah, silly. It's, it's like no, I just got to make multiple trips to the liquor store.
1: <laughs> it's hard to keep track of too. Mm-hmm. Like, did you buy one yesterday? No.
0: All right, guess I have to take you at your word. to right. Check the tapes. Right. <laughs> come back 45 minutes later with the the glasses with the nose yeah. and the eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that'd be, uh, Can we do that? Can we start doing that? Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, sir, you're cut off. Like, hold
1: on, let me run to the bathroom real quick. Come back with glasses and a mustache.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, No, I'm wearing, no, that guy didn't have a hat on. I have a hat.
1: You're thinking of my brother, (laughs) (laughs) Bevan. Oh, that's a, Bevan.
0: Oh, that's a bad one to use here, in Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, so one of the questions is, with, especially, you know, like I said, I like drinking a 100 proof whiskey, but sometimes Mm -hmm. that can get hot. Yeah. Um, so, ice, water, neat. Does it matter? Does it? Are are do you, do you see a frown upon moment on any of them? I personally don't like. I don't care. Drink your liquor the way you want to drink your liquor. Whatever what makes, makes you, you happy,
1: bud. Yeah, go for it. boof it. <laughs> and uh, I I generally drink. If I'm drinking bourbon, it's usually at the end of my shift, and I'll be drinking it neat mainly mm-hmm. because I don't want to go through the extra effort of making myself something. Yeah. And uh, that carries over to when I'm out. Like, that's oh, even yeah. putting
0: ice on it. Like, yeah, I'm even putting to ice on put
1: too much effort. It's the end of the night. i got to burn this ice while well, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so, uh, it, And now that's followed over even when I go out. Like, oh yeah, let me get George Dickel. Let me get a pour a Dickel. Like, oh, how do you want it? Like, neat. I said a pour a like, Dickel. I, I didn't yeah. say
0: Dickel on the rocks. Um, yeah.
1: I want it neat. <laughs>
0: Now, but that is a question, you know, because it changes each way. Like, it you does. know, neat, you get all, like, especially with stuff like this, you get a lot of heat. It, you get a lot of backlash from it when it sits in your chest and the esophagus. Oh, or, yeah. You know? And I, for a long time, I would only drink things neat. Mm. I'm not even like a put a splash of water in it kind of guy. I, to me, that's the, the least, like, useful one for me. And I get why people do it and all that, but it just, for me, it's not uh, any good. You put you put some rocks in yours? Yeah, I
1: put, I put, like, we're talking about it. Might as well go for it. We actually brought waters and waters with us today to drink, yeah. so that's yes. good. So I just snagged some cubes, put it in there. It does open up the flavor a lot. Like, it does change things, but yeah. it's just not, it's not the prof- flavor profile that I'm used to and that I like yeah. either.
0: Does like, it taste as mellow as Moonlight?
1: As mellow as moonlight does it say it on the bottle? That's one
0: of, phrases, uh, one of their phrases because they would distill uh, mainly in the winter and not the summer because uh, they thought that it tasted better that way. you got more huh. flavor out of it. yeah that's neat. I
1: did not know that. yeah it does not taste <laughs> like
0: that. I don't I can't
1: imagine what, what was it what is it Mellow as moonlight Mellow as moonlight tastes like I but... feel like that's a
0: song in a commercial for this place. <laughs> Our whiskeys mellow as moonlight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we crossed cross paths there. I just started scattering for no reason. Like, didn't
0: <laughs> uh, but they this is a chill filtered, which you know I'd say about half of bourbons do chill filters. The other half claims they're non chill filtered. And what it does is it basically separates a lot of oils. Because when you cool it down, there's a separation factor and they can kind of scrape off this extra stuff. Which a lot of people will say, there's a lot of flavor that you're taking away. It's kind of like taking the fat off a ribeye. You know what I mean? Like, when you're not cooking with the fat. Yeah, I feel like those
1: people are a little bit wrong when it comes to the bourbon. The fat on the ribeye, yeah, that that needs to be there. But I feel, I don't... I don't know about the bourbon. Well, side you take of
0: it. some of the viscosity out. You because yeah. t- you, you know you're pulling some of these oils, w- which have those esters and things of that yeah. manner. Those flavor compounds that, well, typically to me are a little bit more aggressive. Um, I like chill filtered because mm-hmm. it it does take a, a like a. Sands the edges. Yeah, you know, I like to, I like to say about certain ones, it's like polishing the edges and you know cleaning it up. Tumble it's like Wild Turkey to Russell Tin kind of moment. Okay, you
1: know? yeah. Now, do you do you see a hangover difference between Chill Filtered and not?
0: You know what? That's something I've never paid attention to. Me neither. I was hoping you had an answer. Um. There. Now I will say this for the ones like Benchmark, I can't mm-hmm. tell you right off the top of my head if it is, but like Benchmark. Kentucky gentlemen, Kentucky taverns, uh, things like that. I get the worst hangovers, Yeah. but they're, t- you know, you're taking the bottom of the barrel there and yeah. pretty much quite literally <laughs> <taking> <laughs> yeah. the bottom of the barrel and, and, you know, making these juice, which I do have to spot like this one moment. I don't know where the bourbon field is going because of this benchmark now has a special lineup and it has a top shelf a single barrel, a foolproof. Really? Yeah, dude, I started laughing so hard. I'm really hoping this was just like a meme, because I have purposely not looked into this, because it it just makes me laugh. Like, and especially if they're going to charge, I don't know what they're going to charge, but if they charge like $30, $40 for one of these bottles, you, what are you doing? So to
1: tell the people, the good people at home what Benchmark is.
0: Benchmark is bottom of the line crap juice from Buffalo Trace. It's Super baby buffalo trace, if that makes sense. It's there, like here. Get drunk, bourbon.
1: Yeah, it's
0: and welcome to the Seven <laughs> Eleven. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Put it in you. We know you want it. It's like the the roller dogs. <laughs> the roller dogs. God, they're my favorite. I had some the other day. Oh my god, that is great. Tornadoes? Is that what they're called? <laughs> yeah, tornadoes. So, I see. That's how I always said it. Then one day in high school, I was like. Uh, no, that's just the word tornado. But I always called it... I still call it tornado. I hate
0: you, because now you got me thinking about it. I know,
1: it. right? Now you're self-conscious about uh, it.
0: Now, uh, <laughs> you know what? The big thing is... I was I was trying to say this earlier. So, when you're talking meat, water, or ice... hmm I started getting major heartburn from a lot of these bourbons. Yeah. And due to partially diet, but also I constantly, like I said, constantly drink 100 proof stuff. Yeah. So, like, that's a lot of heat and a lot of uh, stuff going down your throat that's strong, very strong stuff. Yes, that did happen. He's laughing at me right now. I phrased it that way. It went down my throat.
1: Oh, God, Uh, you're making this real difficult, Chad. But, so I had, (laughs)
0: like, I stopped drinking whiskey for, like, a few weeks and was, like, just sipping on some beers, but I went back and I started drinking stuff on ice, and it mm-hmm. l- literally got rid of any of my in- indigestion, heartburn really? moment. Yeah, That's I didn't have good. any problems, and so I drank it like that for a good month or so before I could even get back to drinking meat, and, and it made me really appreciate stuff on ice. I'll
1: have to, I'll have to try know, that.
0: Especially like of your affordables, like throwing yeah. on ice, and you can just throw it back, because when you chill things like that, your palate can't actually... Taste the flavors as much anymore because it's so cold. Dude. That's
1: why people love
0: chilled tequila shots. Yeah, it's like, like, like shots hot of vodka. tequila shots. It's hot. Can you can you warm that up in a brandy snifter, please? Oh yeah. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a running joke
1: with another bartender in town. Like every time we go out, I try and find the hottest bottle of gin. Like we were at a uh, chicken place, and behind the bar, they all their gin was on the very top shelf, oh, and it was the middle the of rig? summer. Oh, it was bad. And I was like, yeah. She went to the bathroom. I was like, yeah, can I get uh, two shots of that gin all the way up there? Oh, and the God. bartender looked at me like, I have to get a ladder. Yes. I, like, I understand. I'm going to tip you. I'm in the service industry. Don't worry. I just need it in the cups before she gets back. Please. And she came back and she just looked at me and was like, is this that gin from the top shelf? I'm like, yeah. said I was waiting for you to go to the bathroom so that I could do the same <laughs> thing. It's so good. I love toaster oh, awesome. toaster temperature gin.
0: Oh, man. I do not like warming things up. Like oh, I God. said, I have that like heartburn issue, and yeah. you, you warm something up, and I throw it back. I might throw it up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. It happens every once in a while. To the best of us.
0: All right. So we've yeah. um, kind of gone over this moment with the the bottled oh, bottle. let's talk about beer. So in all honesty, this is like my second least favorite style of beer. Not that yeah. I don't like it. It's just I. It's not my style. What's it, your
1: least favorite style of beer for next week? <laughs>
0: <laughs> hot bombs, like hot bombs. overbearing, oh, like bitter early IPA. Yeah, like yeah. bitter hot bombs. I can't even taste it anymore. Yeah. Like it's so bitter, it like lingers. This like coating on the back of yeah. your throat. Like, oh.
1: Well, I'm excited to talk about your second least favorite style yes. of beer.
0: Well, see, I, I mean that as in, like, stouts porters. Milk stouts yeah, yeah. out of them, or actually, I like them more.
1: Okay. Well, um, that's good so, for you, Yeah, though. yeah.
0: So this is... This is 35K this is from Against the Grain Brewery.
1: 35K. We actually brought glasses with us this time because we want to see how dark and silky and just, uh, it looks like tar, and I know
0: I'm going to love it. Oh, God. It does look like... Like, like someone... As your point, like, you see the air going through it, and it's a little bit more brown than black, yeah. so it looks kind of like tobacco juice at first. It does. Um, and that it, was scary.
1: There is no light coming through this
0: beer, Not, uh, and I yeah. love it. There's windows yeah. and plenty of light coming through, and literally blacks out the uh, sun. It's a void, and it's yeah. exactly what I needed. It's It's like the never-ending story. It's the nothing <laughs> coming. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, we have a milk stout, which what that means is it's... Sweetened with uh, some of the sweetness comes from lactose, which milk is sugar. milk sugar. Yeah, which is not fermentable or non f- non fermentable non fermentable by um,
0: beer yeast. You are not a fermentable opponent. Not,
1: apparently. So um, that's what get, that's what makes yeah. a milk stout. A milk so stout. a stout Shows is back.
0: a porter, mm-hmm. but heavier and bigger and bolder. It smells so good. It's warmed up a little bit in here because it. Once again, we are in the hot attic. Next to looking at, tri- not next to looking at Christmas trees, looking at Christmas trees. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's I, his phrase. I, like I tried it. to take it. Yeah, I ruined just it.
0: Looking at trees. All right, I'm not hating this. I don't. And I, I'm not hating. this You at all. mentioned
1: that it heated up a little bit, and that's you've seen me put away
0: a room very dark
1: room temperature beers real quickly. And I prefer cause stouts and porters, imperial stouts, Russian imperial stouts. That's what I like. Closer to room temperature. Yeah. yeah I wanted, me, was it like? Yeah
0: almost 60 degrees
1: yeah something like that it actually says on the can yeah 48 degrees drink from the can but pouring and out of the glass and that's an american one like
0: if you go to europe they they drink them like it's room temperature all the time yeah yeah i love it um i i will say you get more notes in this type of beer Mm -hmm. for me is acceptable on the palate at room temperature but it is it is a full-bodied heavy beer i feel it coating my stomach
1: Oh yeah, it is a meal of a beer. one hundred percent. That's why for me, if I'm gonna drink one of these, it is the last thing I'm gonna drink. Like after a meal, it's a dessert beer. For me. Yeah, like give me maybe some ice cream and a thirty-five k, and I'm happy. See, I can't I'm good do
0: alcohol. I'm like I'm not big on alcohol and food. I don't mind a beer with it, or maybe yeah. a glass of wine, but like. I'm not a cocktail. I definitely don't give me liquor and food. I just
1: watched you crush a huge hero with a beer.
0: And I drank more water during the beer. Yeah, I no, All right. That's yeah.
1: fair.
0: And that was Rolling Rock. You, <laughs> you really consider that beer. Um, it's, it's, that's one of those moments. It's like, it's it's the Mick Ultra for rednecks is what I said. <laughs> yeah, I said that's what I said. <laughs> it's oh, like man. if O'Doul's
1: had alcohol in it. <laughs> Very true. Watery. Wonderful. Yeah. This is, it's rich, it's thick, it's velvety. All right,
0: the back to back.
1: Oh yeah, you just he um, went bourbon than beer, right?
0: Yeah, there's no bourbon left, or no whiskey left after you take no, a sip.
1: As soon as as soon as the milk's out, or as soon as the beer hits just the front of your tongue, it's like the bourbon residual flavors just run away. Yeah. It's, it's almost as if
0: like you had a Ugh. barrel-aged moment with this, Ugh. because it only gives a hint of what that stuff was. Don't
1: talk about barrel-aged.
0: <laughs> the, the 70K. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but this beer is 7%. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm noticing like a light hop note in there.
1: A little bit, especially on the back end of it.
0: Yeah. But I can't... Because the beer's so roasty, I can't tell if it's like a citrusy or a floral or earthy or... I can't pick yeah, my tongue on that. You really can't. You know what I mean? Oh, I put my tongue on a lot of things. You really do. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's like exactly. that song yeah, you were talking about that licks everything. Yeah, it's
1: <laughs> man. Just licking stuff. Mm. So it's uh, English Kent Goldings Hops. Okay. That is the, I guess, brand so, style? What, I don't no, know. No,
0: so it's an English style hop because like... So each you said English, right?
1: English Kent Golden Hops. Yeah.
0: So each yeah. region, like you gotta think about it, like each region has like Kent your, is a region
1: in England.
0: Yeah, you but you have like your main flavor profiles mm. coming from those areas. Mm. Just like you would wine in where grapes grow with elevation yeah. and what longitude, latitude, blah or blah like blah. Agave and yeah, that, like yeah. like we talked about the sauce hops. Sauce hops mm. taste like sauce hops because they were coming from that area in the world, those temperatures, those things like that. You go but you like go to Germany the hops are like earthy or er, floral and then you go to like the UK and everything's kind of like that super earthy uh, and bitter and then you come like to America especially on the west coast you get these like bright citrusy notes which yeah. was a new thing when Americans really started making beers from with hmm. hops like no one That's had so had citrus hops before
1: yeah. well people had just white people hadn't Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. All right. So I take that all back. Roll the tongue back yeah, up. Bring snap that statement down and take my white privilege and throw it out the window. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's it's pretty cool to see like these beers because these beers can sit. Like these beers can age in a can yeah. or a bottle, and they can sit and they do change. But you can change for the positive. It's like having mm-hmm. a Belgian beer. You know, you let it sit for a while; it kind of tames those flavors down a little bit. They're not quite so strong. It becomes an easy sipping. Yeah. And I will say, um, these ones aren't old, but they're not the newest either that we've had because we don't sell a lot of stouts here uh, we in, can. Yeah,
1: they okay in can. Yeah, is do okay
0: on draft, but uh, not not in can.
1: I know we talked about it when we did retitle, but the art on the can. Oh yeah. Again. So it's this just is so much
0: fun. Different guy.
1: Uh, same, artist. same artist Artist again is uh, Robbie Davis And you can look him up at RobbieDavis.com And I recommend you do it
0: Yeah, um, so this one has like a little dude <laughs> With licking the the, the skull lollipop down. What's that I was thing about called?
1: Before? A papoose? Is that what he's in? That you hold your baby on in the front so Yeah, you can something ours, like that It's poo-poose. like a papoose
0: or something Yeah, it looks like a diaper on this yeah. like little man child And
1: the guy holding him has like a skull on his head Or maybe that just with is his skull With a beard skull with a 5 o'clock shadowy beard, gun in one hand, and bag of money in the other. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he just robbed a bank with this baby who also has a beard, maybe just a little person, in a papoose. (laughs) He has a tattoo that says Regretful Tattoo. Oh, it's regretful. Yeah. Oh,
0: it's so much fun. I love the way he draws hands. They look so funky. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh I mean, you meet artists like that all the time, too. They're like, well, I'm done with the painting, but... I made, you, made sure your hands were in your pockets, because I just can't paint hands. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's difficult to do it hands. Is.
1: And uh, eyes and ears, too. Yeah. People like, oh, I only want to do one ear, because I can only do one well, and then the next one just looks like garbage. So everyone's from the side with sunglasses on, so yep. you don't have to do eyes. Love it.
0: Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> it's crazy what you can, yeah. you can notice in artwork. Yeah. Also, love the cane says Wiggity Woo.
1: Where does it say Wiggity Woo? Uh, just to, just right there. Oh, Wiggedy right there, woo. Hey, Yeah. We're putting in a swimming pool, and if there's enough left over, we're gonna fly y'all down here to help us dedicate it. This is not your typical Jelly of the Month Club milk stout. Which Midstout I think is a great is sense.
0: Silky, smooth, and sweet, and it's worth the thirty-five k. But <laughs> you can only have a little, cause it, it, the rest is ours. It. See, and <laughs> so
1: I. This is my style of beer. This is my go-to, as we've said, and this even one, in the summer, even in the summer, yeah, I'm down with this. Yeah, and this one for me, I feel like it doesn't have the against the grain in it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Like their funkiness. It
1: doesn't have the against the grain funk.
0: They love Bredomyces, and this is one of the ones yeah. they don't really. I, if, they, if they use it in here, I well, don't notice it. Well,
1: even even outside of that, like we were at a offshoot against the grain just last week. Public house. Public yeah. house, and we had. I had a PBR seltzer, not made from PBR, it, but it was uh what, passion for or pomegranate, blueberry, blueberry and raspberry raspberry, and it was funky. It Rasp- was Raspberry. It was very against the grain. And this to me doesn't <laughs> have uh, the, I know, right? <laughs> and this to me doesn't have the same against the graininess <laughs> as the <laughs> other ones do. Keep doing it, I, I know it. what's coming out of my mouth. Jen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just
0: do you always know what's going in your mouth, though? Uh,
1: I mean, when we're doing these, yeah. Because we talk about it a lot. <laughs>
0: All right, so this, against the grain, and a lot of craft breweries do 16-ounce cans. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a huge thing now. Not, like, I would say it's like 50-50, 12-ounce cans, 16-ounce uh, cans. Yeah. I'm a 12-ounce can kind of guy, for the most part. Yeah. Because if I'm going to have two... I'd rather have two 12 ounces than two 16 ounces.
1: Well, yeah.
0: If I know I'm gonna drink all night, just it doesn't matter. Give yeah. me the 16 ounces. I'm gonna drink the whole thing. You know. It, but I've wasted so many 16 ounce beers.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there. Like the Tallboy PBRs. Yeah. Uh, Tallboy like, High Life.
0: It, oh, I've wasted so many High Lifes yeah. and Hams. Oh.
1: With the with these, I do appreciate the 16 ounce because you are you're <laughs> paying a premium. For for us, this local craft award winning brewery. You're gonna pay the premium anyway, and usually if I'm drinking against the grain, I'm gonna be sitting somewhere like at dinner or sitting with you guys at work, and a sixteen ounce can is perfect for me because it's gonna it's gonna be a minute, I'm gonna enjoy it the entire time. Twelve ounce cans for me are more like Hey, welcome to Psy Kigma Phi. It's Natty Ice Night. So, go get a suitcase and bring it on in. Oh, that was the perfect pour. That's such I, a good pour. I,
0: I topped my beer off, in yeah. the head literally just came above the lip of the glass. Very much like a commercial. If there's
1: anything I know about you, is you give perfect head.
0: You're not supposed to tell everybody. <laughs> I purposely went deep voice there. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> now, for me, the 16 ounce moment, like on a beer like this, you're right, like it's, it's worth it on this. Because you're going to have one. You're going to have two. doesn't matter. It's 7%.
1: With this beer, even I'm having one.
0: Yeah. And moving off. Yeah. No, I'm going domestic or lighter. 100%. Yeah, because, I mean, this beer is a lot. I keep, like, burping. And, like, we did just eat lunch, so I'm, like, putting this heavy beer on top of my lunch. And it's a lot. But it, it... I will say, I... You know, when I worked there, I would taste this every now and then, and I enjoyed it, but, like, sitting down with one is a whole different thing. It is. I'm enjoying this. Yeah. A lot more than I thought, too, but it's not as roasty as I remember.
1: No, it... I feel like that's our palate, too, because when I first had it, it was a lot more, like, roast coffee, dark roast flavor, and I don't get as much of it anymore. I get a little bit more vanilla
0: But that could be because they sat in the can for the mouse time. That could be. Like I said, this is an ageable beer. I mean, this
1: beer's just an adventure. Like, you're sitting down, and you're working through it when you drink it.
0: You know, I bet this would go great with a pork chop with, like, a savory glaze on it.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: my God. That
1: does sound like really Like, that eventually. just
0: clicked in my head, and I was like, oh, some food. Oh, my God, pork chop. Oh, a, a port glaze on it. Oh.
1: And I just went to grocery shopping, too, and I do not have pork chops, so now I have to go back to the grocery. Do Thanks, you, Chad. Do you have pork? I don't have any port either. I've been but I want. I need to get some. Yeah, you were talking about
0: the other day having some port. Um, I have
1: cooking marsala at home.
0: Yeah. Uh, This one also. I mean, to be honest, would go great with steak or, you know, any big bold meats. You know, when you when you start getting your softer meats and your chickens and things of that manner, no, it's too much.
1: Yeah. But. I'll say
0: have a bison with a chicken though. Yeah, that's that's a good combo. Yeah.
1: I feel like with this one. Like I said, I I would prefer to have it as a dessert because the flavor is so strong, especially if I'm eating yeah. a nice. It's the last meal flavor you need. That's I don't need the, Like we said with the bourbon, it's chasing away all the other flavors in your mouth. Yeah, it it,
0: it knocked out a really uh, nice 100%. and spicy hundred fruit bourbon. Yeah, um, that or whiskey. We keep saying bourbon. I know. It's what, it's what we do. It's it's bourbon. It's whiskey. You know, and when it comes down to it, people can judge me all you want. It's all whiskey in. I find that most of it's still really good. Doesn't matter where it comes from. Yeah,
1: but well, I'll I'll fight you on that one later at a later yeah. date. We'll yeah. talk about. You'll
0: the... berate me and I'll. I will not berate you, but yeah. I
1: will have a conversation about some Japanese whiskeys.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, that's a that's a whole different. But I like one I wanted to try is an Indian whiskey, uh, and I've heard they are aggressive.
1: Oh, they're I, I actually really like Indian whiskey. Did you not? We had them at a uh, Heller or Did, Did you ever try it? Nope. God, they were so good. What was uh, it I was had John them, I Paul?
0: Had, yeah, John Paul. Paul, and that's the most popular one. Yeah,
1: and we had the single barrel, like small, but we had three different ones. Yeah, they were all so
0: good. Uh, I like but I, one. I had, I didn't have the opportunity to taste it at uh, Doc's Bourbon Room either. in The short amount of time that I was there, because they had twenty five hundred whiskeys.
1: Yeah, that was nice. How long? It, how long were you there?
0: Two, three months. Yeah. I mean, because I was there from open to the Backstreet Boys reunion tour. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: I guess I just didn't run into you there. Because I, I went in a few times. And
0: So yeah. I'm going to go for my water. And um, I think it's a conversation a lot of people neglect to have when they're drinking. Is staying hydrated. Yeah. Alcohol dehydrates you. It literally pulls moisture from mm-hmm. your body. And, and this is part of the reason most people have hangovers. They don't drink any yeah. water. They act like... You're, you know, you're a bitch if you drink water, and I, like, yeah. I make fun of people who act like that, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. so you're an idiot, and you don't care if you wake up with a massive hangover. Yes, I am. Yeah. Because
1: every time that I get off work and Chad's still bartending, i will like, let me get a shot of tequila and a beer, or a, a two ounce pour of tequila and a beer. Mm-hmm. I'll give it to him, and he'll say, do you want water? And I'll look him straight in the face and say, no, man, I've got beer.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what he says every single time. I've got party water. And it's one of those, like, I offer water every time, too. Well,
1: I also, like, before I go to bed, I'll chug, like, 32 ounces water. Yeah, I
0: tend to do it when I wake up, which is too late.
1: Well, I do I do that as well. Yeah.
0: Because um, my mouth's
1: always so dry from drinking.
0: So I had uh, water issues at my house, and I had to stay with my parents for oh, a few days. yeah. Cool. Almost a week. And what's weird is, like, <clears throat> so I have ice trays at home, mm-hmm. and so I don't use much ice, and I drink room temperature water. Um, which actually processes through your body faster yeah. because your body doesn't have to fight to get the temperature change and I all can't that. I keep
1: saying when people drink like ice cold water. Well, that's
0: what I was do- So it I was, they have something. an ice maker at their house, and I was just sipping on ice water like it was like a fancy drink. I yeah. enjoyed it. It was like it was something I hadn't had in so long, you forget how much you appreciate ice yeah. water. You know what I mean?
1: Well, my thing with really cold water is I, I'm big on hydration, I'm an Eagle Scout. I work at Boy Scout summer camps every once in a while. I train lifeguards, so I'm dealing with people sitting in the sun all day. And I'll have kids come to class with, like, a bottle of water, but it is ice cold. Yeah. Like, it's full of ice, and there's maybe, like, six ounces of water in there. Yeah. And as the day goes on, I see them take a drink. I'm like, no, put that down. Like, you don't need that. You're going to send your body into shock. Yep. Because if you are really hot or if you're out in the sun all day. And doing that you,
0: too cold too fast.
1: Yeah, and your your body just freaks out. It's like, no, I, I can't handle this. And you end up going into shock or you're, you vomit.
0: Yeah, I've almost had a heat stroke. and yeah. uh, It was it's nice, not a good time. I was working at an extraction site. It wasn't drinking enough water because it was my first day on the job site. I was working at the shop before that. So mm-hmm. I was like, in this, like.
1: Like, you've got to put in work. Yeah.
0: And it, it, you know it was literally just the hole in the ground because so, we were making the foundation for the building and I didn't drink much water started getting a headache we went to lunch I took some aspirin came back and like it was trying to drink more water and it was all like ice cold in Your a cooler and like I looked at my boss I was like dude this headaches getting real bad and he's like we'll go in the trailer which is like the last like six foot of the trailer with a full-size air conditioner window unit in it oh, hey. oh it was freezing in there and so i go in and my body starts like seizing up almost like yeah. it, it was like making it hurt worse yeah. i was throbbing so I get in the car and i uh, go to drive and we're like two minutes from the expressway so i get on the expressway and my 89 thunderbird <laughs> and i literally get on okay, twice, and then fruit. <laughs> pull, i pull over throw up three times, pass out for an hour and a half with my windows open because it was cooler because the cars were driving by and I mean, I, the, it was like freezing me. That's and, scary, man. Yeah. I, I literally almost died in that car that well, day. I'm
1: glad you didn't.
0: Yeah. Uh, I would have never met you.
1: Yeah, that would have sucked.
0: And uh, and you. I would have said most of my smiles would have never happened. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I tried to hold that one back.
1: No. Um, so it, if you are out drinking late, there are a couple of things that you can do uh, I mean if you think you're hydrated or if you think you're dehydrated there's a couple of good ways to check uh, one of my favorite ways if you just sort of take the skin on your bicep and pinch and pull it if it like snaps back like a rubber band then you're fairly well hydrated because your skin is still tight or is still loose
0: so I'm not doing too bad
1: yeah you're not doing bad but if it's like slow to come back and like you can notice that it takes a minute for it to go back to normal. They need to drink some water. The way that I normally do, I I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but when I'm behind the bar, I'll just look at my palms every once in a while. Yeah. So if your palm, if either of your hands have like splotchy red and white kind of dots,
0: so I have a skin problem, and that happens anyways.
1: Yeah. So that's not a good not a good notifier yeah. for you. But yeah, so I mean, if, if you it, look
0: here, like you can see the yeah.
1: So if it's one solid color, white or pink, then you're good. Then that's hydrated. But if it's splotchy, sort of dotty, red and white, you need to drink some water.
0: Yep. Yeah, well unless you're like you said, unless you're a ginger and have that uh, problem.
1: I'm a dark haired
0: Irish German. I I don't I'm I right. seem to be German and Irish, but I got the Viking here. Yeah, I
1: feel like you and I are just—we have the same background, but just different. Oh, I'm like, genetics. Super
0: Anglo-Saxon. Oh, same
1: here. <laughs> You're
0: like, how white can you be? Let's find <laughs> out. Sixteen generations later.
1: What are you gonna listen to after this?
0: Oh, you listen to some music later. All right, so <laughs> I really—I want to talk about a guilty pleasure moment. Yeah,
1: we talked about some movies last week, and we're gonna talk about. Or we're gonna talk about some music this week.
0: Um, on Spotify. I am in the top one percentile of Jason Mraz listeners. Oh my god. I listen to so much Jason Mraz that only 1% of the country listens to as much Jason Mraz as I do. That's it. a lot. Like, I have literally played a, a cert- couple of certain albums just back to back. I love it. The album Yes is incredible, yes he's poppy sometimes and all that, but he's really good with wordplay, he makes you feel good.
1: We should, I should not have started
0: this conversation. I like it. I really like it. And I, his voice is one of those, like, you're like, you're that dude that, like, went to every bar, every <laughs> coffee shop, everything, and you were that at every one. You're like, how did I, do- I just yeah, left like, the bar to go get-, get coffee? Oh, yeah. Okay. And you're now here. Like, what happened? Oh, I got, like, seven gigs today. You know, but you sound like that dude. You know, he sounds like that dude. Jason
1: Moran the one with the hat
0: yeah all right yeah the well you done done me and you bet i felt it you know yeah,
1: yeah
0: i'm yours that but that's so that's like one of his like his big song that got him um is remedy and that was late 90s mid to late 90s because you got the poison i got the remedy, the uh, remedy. Yeah. that's him
1: so i thought that been, was
0: hoobastick no he's been around for a long time i hate you so much <laughs> Yeah, the look that went along with that one, just like piercing eyes, like hoobastank. Uh, I just put like, $13 worth yeah. of hoobastank in the jukebox and are trying to party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm leaving. Oh my God. And, I, and I'm and i talking how much Jason Mraz I listen and You put a right. hoobastank on, I'm like, I'm good. I'm, I'm gone. Uh, so what's your guilty pleasure?
1: Man, you've heard me get phone calls.
0: Shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: So... And I don't care what anybody says... Kesha is one of my favorite recording artists of all time. TikTok, I know that's like pre, it's early Kesha. TikTok is the ring ringtone on my phone. I am a business, I am a professional who <laughs> receives many calls.
0: Yes, he And does. it
1: is always, it's one of my, like, I love the song and I love her, but my favorite part about it is I'll get a call and just look someone in the eyes and just go, TikTok! And I'm like, oh, sorry, I need to take this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I Very still, nice. I always like the I love her. Words, she's great. Yeah, man. It's going down. Yeah. I'm yelling timber. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I love her, man. And she's doing <laughs> a whole different thing now. Like, she was, I wanted to go to an old Kesha concert and be scraping glitter out of my eye socket for oh, six months. I uh, wanted it so bad. It, it's happened.
0: like you went to a stripper convention. You were yes. so covered in glitter. <laughs> <You're> like, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, she's doing a different thing now. She's doing what she wants to do instead of what she was told to do in our show. Right,
0: so kind of the Christina Aguilera moment. Like,
1: yeah, a little bit like that. Like,
0: going into, like, more of what you want. Uh, like, because I saw, like, when it, her most recent album came out, I haven't listened to it yet. Kesha? Yeah. I haven't, I, honestly, I haven't uh, listened to the whole thing. But, it was, like, saying how different it was, and it's not this old Kesha. I think she took the dollar sign out of her name. I like, think she did as well. Um, the whole bit. But... They were saying, like, look back at, like, her early before she made it big. Kind of like Britney and Christina mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And they were doing, like, all these, like, songs and super soulful. Like, these voices that were yeah. rich and beautiful. And Lady then they Gaga. do, you know, like, tick-tock. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like what ha- where was the girl that was singing, like, a angel? Like... You know, yeah, thirty videos get, ago.
1: Yeah, you get picked. You get picked up. Like you've got a great voice. We're gonna put you on this, but you're gonna do what we say. Yeah. Like, you, you want money? Own you want fame? For the next decade. Yeah. And we'll make you money, or you'll get paid. But we own you for a decade, and you. And we, we make, make lots money. of
0: money. You make some.
1: Yeah. Then they get upset. Have you? Have, are you? Do you follow Britney Spears on Instagram? <laughs> no. Oh, you need to. <laughs> because okay, every time people will be commenting on her Instagram videos, be like, "Wear a green shirt next week if you need help." Blink real fast during this live stream. If you need help. Is that real? Yeah, and the next week she's wearing a green shirt or she'll start just blinking uncontrollably. Like her life is not hers. Their lives are not theirs. And that's oh, dude, a, that's such so a shame. sad. That has me nuts. Just like Uncle Nearest, who got the the Lincoln County process going. His life was not his until he made it his.
0: That's right. And to be honest, <laughs> he made a mark. He really did. He made a mark. And <laughs> That was a wonderfully horrible segue. But <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> but he really did. He made a mark. In, uh, like uh, so when he stopped distilling, he was pretty old. Yeah, I think he was in his, like sixties, seventies. Yeah. Um and it was, and at that time, back especially. Then, that yeah, was really that's a old. that's an old person. Really old person. That's like me going, like, I'm ninety seven, you know. Like that's I'm that's too that
1: that
0: <laughs> But uh you know, creating something like that, and uh, to be honest, not being recognized f- for it for almost a hundred years—you know—that's that's crazy stuff. Yeah, it's weird. But like Jack Daniels himself was really good. Like he got taught by Uncle Nearest. Yeah. Um, it was his name was something green. I can't remember exactly what it, but it was something green. But like, you know, you're teaching this young man who ran away from home. About whiskey, about distilling. Jack Daniels himself yeah. never actually distilled, um, but he taught him all this stuff about the business. Well, what happened was is Jack Daniels was really good at sales, yeah, and really that's how good at sales. At five foot two, and could sell you, you know, a pair of pants that didn't fit. You know what I mean? Like
1: everyone sells me pairs of pants that don't fit. <laughs> that's true. Nathan Green.
0: Nathan Green. Yes. Yeah. Uh, He first
1: started getting acknowledged in, like, 2016 as the first African-American master distiller on record in the U.S. He taught Jack Daniels how to make Tennessee whiskey and served as the first master distiller, formerly called head distiller for the Jack Daniel Distillery.
0: Right. But then, that's before the current location of Jack Daniels. Before
1: Lawrenceburg? Lynchburg. Lynchburg. Yeah. Which, terrible name for a city.
0: Yes, it is. Oh, that's like, that's calling it Whitetown. (laughs) Yeah. but yes. <laughs> that's mighty wide of you but I, um, <laughs> yeah no i know people that use that phrase yeah, and like it is, yeah. it's usually older people who don't recognize it as a racist statement
1: i've met some like i'm not justifying
0: who say it i i, I think it's because their parents said it and it's yes. not. And I, i'm not trying to justify them it's just because it was said so much around them it, it's just there it but it anyways is. yeah continue. so uh before they moved the distillery to where it is in lynchburg that's when Nathan Green slash Uncle Nearest was doing the distilling, and then so they move to this like where there's a limestone shelf with water running through it where it is now. Yeah. And that's when Jack Daniels took over, and he had his, a different master distiller because you know Nathan Green's saying, "I'm done. I'm old. I yeah. can't do this anymore." You know, and imagine at that point you've been through slavery, the just after slavery. Being a distiller in a time when people still hate you really bad, you know, not like today where you can still go in stores and do whatever you want. Like you could, he he had to send people to go get shit. Yeah, you know, that's incredible that he's finally getting recognized.
1: Yeah, I'm excited you know. about it. I think it's, it's and it's owned great... by a
0: black person. It's not some white person like. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a great
1: step in the right direction. Yeah,
0: but it was a it was a female historian who
1: mm-hmm.
0: who who took over that or built that company, and and I love the flavor of it.
1: It's oh, good. it's delicious. It's good. And
0: it's already won. It's it's only been out so long. Well, let's not talk won.
1: too much about it because I feel like we're going to be talking a lot about it in a near-recent or in a soon-to-come episode.
0: That's true. But you get, it's hard not to mention this guy really when you're is. talking any, to any Tennessee you're whiskey. Talking,
1: yeah, any sort of Tennessee whiskey, that's what comes up. You know, and
0: I I really appreciate George stickle All yep. their stuff. They actually have a Tabasco ca- uh, cask.
1: What do they call it? The hot... What? I
0: can't remember, uh, but it's got a red label and yeah. it says Tabasco on it but I, I know somebody who's tried it and they are they were kind of bourbon snobs when when tasting in our group um, and they said it really wasn't that bad. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard good things, it's like infamous now Yeah.
1: They, okay, so it's called George Dickel Tabasco Barrel Finish or Hot Dickel Get out! That's what Diageo yes. named it. Hot dickle. Get out.
0: Yeah. Or what I name almost named choked it. on the sip I just took. Yeah.
1: I'm not sorry. Oh and my god. And the, the bottle actually looks like a Tabasco bottle. It does. It's got the red and yeah, green Yeah, it's got the green, to- the green top to it. Yeah, look at that. Mm-hmm. It looks
0: so good. I want it. But yeah.
1: we, we need to rate. We need to rate. We need to rate these things. Okay, so.
0: Let's do it. Alright. Since this is your beer. This is my beer, baby. I'll let you go for this first.
1: Alright, well I'll start. Uh we usually start with the whiskey, don't we? Yeah,
0: we do. Yeah, we usually start with the whiskey. Go ahead. Uh
1: so the dickle I dig it. It's good. I Dig it um, dig it dig it. I dig it, dig it dig, dig it, dig it. I dig it, dig it. You dig it, dig it? I can dig it a bit. Alright, that's what just... I dig it about six feet deep. <laughs> Shut up <laughs> Uh it's something that I'll drink again, something that I enjoy. I'm gonna give it a steady six. I like it less than seventeen ninety two, but like, we still haven't really gotten into my... My bourbon. Your category. Yet. Yeah. Your yeah, flavor I'm, profile. I'm much more of a high rye or like specialty bourbon.
0: Yeah. And this one's weeded.
1: Yeah. And I'm not huge on wheat, but it is better than an average wheated bourbon. Yeah. So I'm going to go with a six there. I don't
0: know. The 1792 Sweet Wheat was pretty good.
1: Yeah. I, haven't, I actually haven't had that one. It
0: was pretty pretty damn good.
1: <laughs> so against the thing... Against the grain 35K, this is up my alley. This is my kind of beer.
0: This is your juju.
1: This is my juju. But I know I know the beer if I'm gonna go on beers that I've already had, I know what I would give a ten. And it's not this one. No. So I'm gonna go I'm honestly I'm gonna give this one an eight though. So I'm gonna sit at a That's fourteen. A solid because like milk. this is solid. this
0: is this is happy Kevin. Not only is right it your style, here. it's a good milk style. Yeah, it's a, a saying, good yeah. version
1: of my style. Yeah. Like, I, okay. I think so, the first. So, what'd you
0: give the whiskey?
1: Uh, Six, so I'm at a 14 total. Okay. But as a pairing, I feel like it has to be a low number. Like, it's not yeah. a great pairing. Like, this beer with any non, just like super punchy I think scotch given, would go better than this. It would be a smoky, a good peated yeah. scotch.
0: And I hate to say Which that. is
1: also exactly up my alley. I'm a scotch and I'm a dark Ooh. beer guy. But yeah, so I'll give the combo. Honestly, I'm gonna give this combination like a three, because you lose the bourbon, and you get nothing but beer. Literally gone. Yeah, it's and how much spice this
0: has, and how quickly it goes away uh, blows my mind.
1: Yeah, like the the first glass of this that we had before we uh, cracked these beers, was like wow, this is a like it has such a great aroma. There's such good like complex flavors to it, and as soon as we started drinking bourbon and beer at the same time, uh, and I'll say this for you and me. The bourbon started going down faster. Yeah, started drinking more bourbon because this beer is the perfect chaser for any bourbon because see, it will kill any flavor. Me, but. Yeah, but it'll kill if you feel like oh this flavor is gonna make me yak. This beer will kill anything that's in there. And yeah, but the beer that.
0: is the one that's gonna make me yak. Oh, yeah. uh,
1: the beer is gonna just make me happy. <laughs> I'm good. All right, so All right, right, you, got, yeah, you got you got a see. six
0: on the bourbon or the whiskey on the whiskey, uh, eight on the beer, yeah, and a three on the pear. Okay. Yeah. Um, Surprisingly bad pairing for how you know, much we gave it. this a lot of credit last week too. Yeah. We thought it was going to be great. Uh, to be honest, I think if we did like a, a a brown ale or maybe even just a lighter porter, I think a red I ale. think it would do a red ale. Give me yeah. a Ki-
1: give me a Killian's Irish Red. Yeah, that'd be great.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the beer we were talking about? Uh, the Highland Gaelic. Oh yeah. Oh man, That would kill. Um, but yeah. anyways, that's not what we're so doing now. We're talking this. This George Dickel has been one of my favorite new products that I've seen in a long time. Like, not, like, over-labeled, not over-priced. Yeah, it's a little hard to find. That's that's cool, whatever. But I, still, $36, $38 at I, I a retail I think I paid 35 store. for mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was another one of those, one, one per customer per day. But, like you said, that nose. Like, the nose is it's, incredible. It's so good. Like... It's got like this, like, savory honey with cinnamon. You still get a little bit of that oak. It's really good. It's
1: got good baking spice. Right.
0: And it's got girth on the smell. Girth. Girth. Oh, yeah, I like that word. It's got girth. It's got a moist girth. It's got girth, but... Wish you didn't do that. Yeah, we can edit it out, whatever. Can, but I won't. Yeah, probably not. But the body is lighter than expected from the nose. Now I don't want to give it necessarily points against that because I kind of yeah. I like those those kinds. I don't want it when I'm drinking stuff like this. I don't want it to be super rich and heavy and you know all that. But the amount of cinnamon that comes through on the whiskey is yeah. amazing. So I'm gonna give this one to be honest. I, if this is right there with 1792 for me. It's getting an eight. Um, yeah. Really? Like, I, I, like this is one of my bottles at home where I'm like I get giddy when I go to grab the yeah. bottle. Like I mean it, that's
1: impressive, man. Yeah, it, it, it's really so. And 8 good. is a, I, and I know I said it before. And 8 is a big a big choice to make.
0: Yeah. But it's this is up my flavor category. Yeah, that like,
1: that's true.
0: This yeah. is the like these are the flavors I look for. Like a nice hot cinnamon. Like almost like that toffee-ish Flavor, which should pair better with a thirty-five K milk salad, but it doesn't because it's so powerful and yeah. washes out the beer. I know it's not your style, and I'm not going to get offended. Not, not my style, but for the style, I'm going to give it a five. Like for me, like it's a five for personal and but and with adding up my style. Because if I was just saying personal, I'm like, oh, it's a three. Yeah, you know. But for how how good and balanced it is. Like that moment I was saying earlier, how long it takes for the flavors to unbalance, yeah. to kind of get out of whack. Yeah. It it takes a while, just like this bourbon. They're both like solid now. Like I said, it's still a five. So I mean, I'm Wait, still in at thirteen. That's a good mid-range beer. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, I typically I drink lighter flavored, crisp beers. Yes, you do. Or sours. So Gozas, sours. Oh God, I could drink gozas yeah. all day. My mouth is watering thinking about that. I might have a goza after this to kinda of re- refresh my palate.
1: I can't I can't with you. With um,
0: the pairing, I'ma go with you on this. It's a three. Yeah. They, I I think God, this is the first honest, time we've agreed. Yeah. I mean to be honest, it, it could it was a I almost said two. But it, they're both too a good on two was real bad. Yeah. <laughs> but this is why I said that they're both so good on their own. I still have to at least give it a three yeah you know so it it, it, it came up a little bit because of that yeah. you know it's had a hard-knock life you know what I mean I uh, <laughs> no, <yes. laughs> I get it it's fair but I I think this is them on their own or something special them together or not
1: yeah see I, yeah I agree with that 100% so this brings us to the choosing. The choosing. The last thing we do before we pass out. The choosing. <laughs> so I was beer. You were bourbon. Mm-hmm. Whiskey. So, yeah. Whiskey. <laughs> whiskey. So I'm. Do you want to start? Or you want me to? Uh,
0: you go first this week. Because okay. you were you were on the.
1: Yeah, I w- the I walked away last. Was, week. I was the ass in last time. Yeah,
0: he, he choked up a little bit.
1: I did. No, not last week. That was the week before.
0: Was it? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's last it.
1: week was just us. And they all blurred. So this week, or for next week, let's, uh, this is actually kind of tough. You know what? Let's do 1856. Let's do, the uncle ne- let's do Uncle Nearest. Oh, well, we have to get 18- a bottle that in, but yeah, we can well, do we that. Well, we can do it. Yeah, can 1853. Do Sorry.
0: Yeah, you're right. 1853. Yeah. Let's do Uncle but Nearest 1853. Uncle Nearest, what was the color of the label? White label. White label. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Actually, I'm not against that because we had like two Tennessee's back to back, proving that bourbon people do drink Tennessee yeah. whiskey. Like I remember the first time I had George Stickle, I was very impressed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like it, I was literally sitting in a room where I was the only one that really knew alcohol, and they were like waiting for me to judge it, you know. Yeah. And I was like, this is actually pretty fire. And yeah. that was uh, <laughs> that was was it the number eight, the 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 black labeled one.
1: Yeah, what do they the call no, like the special? It, it's eight it, they, 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 special yeah butter. something like that. But they have all an number eight and then, eleven, no right? 12. 8
0: and twelve. Yeah, uh, so because strange. it's there's Jack Daniels number seven, and then That's George Dickel number eight. Yeah, but George Stickle actually had a medicinal license as, as yeah. well. but they yeah. also distilled at Stitzel Weller during Prohibition. Yeah, um, which is really cool. Um, <laughs> Buffalo Trace actually recently unearthed. The uh, hidden uh, d- d- uh, stills that they yeah. had there. Um, it was pretty cool. Let's talk about your beer. What's so, it going to be? Oh, man. You got something like that. That, once again, has that like heavy spice.
1: Yeah, but I mean, Uncle Neal's... No, I haven't had the
0: white label. I've only had the black label.
1: You've only had... The white's the baseline. Yeah,
0: and I hung yeah, out I with have... the guy who was going to hand me the topping yeah. and stuff. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> like... I know. I know
1: him, too. Hmm. I get it. What's his name? We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> not doxing people. Uh, so the white label for me is what if someone comes in and like oh I'm a Jameson drinker okay and I want to get into bourbon or I want to get into American whiskey then that is my middle ground Mm -hmm. that's my stepping stone try uncle nearest it's gonna cost you this much and it's gonna you're gonna love it and then we'll start talking about you know
0: what we're gonna have to get our own beer our own beer we're gonna have to go purchase this beer
1: that's fine let's
0: do it if we can still find it Braxton revamp oh, their great. IPA and it's a citrusy beautiful IPA yeah. um, I think if you're, you're describing it well I think that that it's gonna match with that like multi sweetness okay like a little bit of that spice it's not overly hoppy the dry hop on that nose or on that on that beer is beautiful yeah. Um. If we can't find that one, uh, I will still stick with Braxton, and we'll just find a Braxton beer. But okay. I, I, Braxton Revamp.
1: I think it might. So is Revamp a little bit lighter than like Tropic Flare?
0: Yeah. Tropic oh, Flare is okay. a hazy. Where a Revamp is not a it's hazy. A,
1: okay. It's a filtered.
0: Uh, it's filtered and it's citrusy, not tropical fruity. Okay. Um, well, yeah.
1: We'll we'll find a we'll find we'll find a beer, and. If it's not the revamp, then it's going to be something. I will drop damn the Covington
0: closed. for this on a one-wheel. Ooh,
1: ooh baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 16 hours later. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, that's us for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for lasting the entire time. If you're here to this point, you need to know that, first off, we love you. But also, oh, here's a random much. factoid about the two of us: Chad, go first.
0: Ah, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're a jerk <laughs> alright well you already know my guilty pleasure music um, but I am a super avid disc golf fan mm-hmm. and the only reason I've ever really traveled anywhere outside of Kentucky is because of disc golf
1: see and I'll take I'll go in the same vein uh, from a young age I was an aggressive inline skater at the oh, skate parks. oh god Oh, stab your
0: social scene. I know. And to (laughs) this day,
1: uh, my skates got stolen. But to this day, I'm still looking to get a new pair of skates and hit up the Louisville Skate Park. All right. So that's us for this week. This has been... And then and there was corn. corn! You can follow us on Instagram at and then, and then there was, was corn. corn. You can email us at
0: and then there was corn at
1: gmail.com. <laughs> you can follow Chad and myself. Chad on Instagram is mustache on the loose. M O U S T
0: A C H E on the loose.
1: Yeah, he spells it right. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, I am Comm- Commodore underscore Turner.
0: Commodore underscore turn. It's, I, I never like put I the underscore. I gotta have the
1: more. space, baby. Well,
0: I never thought about the underscore part being called an underscore. So the yeah. Commodore underscore. Commodore is underscore beautiful. Yeah. I know um, what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, what's Brian's? Brian has like four of them.
1: Brian, if you want to follow follow Brian on Instagram, his main one is Forgotten Disposition. You yes. can also follow DJ Corduroy. You can also also follow the third one that I can't remember the name of.
0: Dissolved Eyes? Um, something
1: like that. Because like he also does uh, resin art.
0: Yeah, so he's, he's the multifaceted person, yeah. does resin art, and uh, he's a DJ. Uh, you can listen to his stuff on Mixcloud, DJ Corduroy. Yep. Um, and then also a bartender. So he just he doesn't want to live life in a slow lane. He He's does it fast. all, very Yeah. All, all right, right. Well,
1: that's us for this week. Chad, you want to send us out?
0: Yes. All right. Thank you for listening to And Then There Was Corn. You have a wonderful evening and drink well.